Good morning, everyone. It is Monday, March 8th, and you are very welcome to the first Smart 7 Ireland edition. Now, today marks International Women's Day, and a big happy birthday to Gary Newman, to Cheryl Baker, to James Vanderbeek, and to Freddie Prince Jr. There were 525 new cases of COVID-19 yesterday, with a further three deaths announced. And the HSE hit a new landmark as the number of people who've received a shot reached half a million. HSE CEO Paul Reid says the rollout hasn't been easy. There are about 65 practices all across the country who aren't in a position to buddy up for various different reasons. Uh, they will receive their vaccines throughout next week. That's about 750 to 800 uh, patients all across the country who will complete the programme overall next week. So there have been some issues that we've addressed during this week. And after recurring issues with vaccine supplies, Minister Michael McGrath says the government is doing its best to secure more. We are exploring every avenue to get additional vaccines and uh, we have, uh, as you know, line of sight now of supply uh, for the next number of months. Uh, the EMA is due to consider uh, the Johnson & Johnson uh, vaccine this week uh, and hopefully if that's approved right. within a relatively short period of time those will start to arrive. After what seems like weeks of debate and argument in the Dáil, the new quarantine system for those arriving in Ireland has finally been signed into law by President Michael D. Higgins. It will require those that arrive from 33 countries considered high risk to stay in designated hotels for 14 days. But the final details of where those hotels will be still hasn't been agreed. Sinn Féin's Mary Lou MacDonald says it's all moving too slowly. I am very conscious that it took weeks upon weeks to get the legislation together. Now we're looking at weeks and perhaps more weeks to actually get the facilities up and running and that's a problem but by far the biggest problem is that the government's proposal and the, the law now only goes half the way. This weekend saw a marathon session in the US Senate as they finally passed Joe Biden's $1.9 trillion American rescue plan. When we took office 45 days ago I promised the American people to help us on the way. Today, I can say we've taken one more giant step forward in delivering on that promise. Meanwhile, as U.S. states unwind masking mandates, Dr. Michael Ryan of the World Health Organization is warning it's too early to relax. We think we're through this. We're not. And countries are going to lurch back into third and fourth surges if we're not careful. I hate to be the party pooper here, but that's unfortunately the way I see it. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle's sit-down interview with Oprah aired last night in the US and it'll be shown on RT2 tonight. Now, it's full of extraordinary moments, particularly when Meghan speaks to Oprah on her own. She describes a difficult atmosphere driven by the tabloids after she joined the royal family, where at one point she said she didn't want to be alive anymore and says there was a sense of racial hostility around her pregnancy with baby Archie. And also concerns and conversations about how dark his skin might be when he's born. What? There is a conversation. Hold up. Hold up. There's several, right con there several conversations. There's a conversation it. with you. With Harry. About 
how dark your baby is going to be? Potentially, and what that would mean or look like. Ooh. And you're not going to tell me who had the conversation? I think that would be very damaging to them. Okay. The full interview airs tonight on RTE2 at half past nine. Now, in the busy weekend of Premier League action, the Manchester Derby was the game that everyone was keeping an eye on. Man United took on Man City at the Etihad and managed to beat them 2-0, putting an end to a 21-game unbeaten run. Man United manager Ole Gunnar Solskjaer was pretty pleased. Oh, fantastic. You know, the start, of course, that sets the tone for the game, that we, uh, we already, after one minute, get a penalty and a goal, after being positive. Anthony gets the ball, looks forward, drive, drives inside the box. Be positive. That's what we want from our play, players, and delighted for everyone. And especially uh, Anthony's had a hard time. I thought he was man of the match. For the rest of the weekend's action, check out our sports podcast, The Sport Seven. She's never out of the English tabloids and with talk of Love Island returning, Laura Whitmore zoomed into the Late Late Show on Friday night. She's currently pregnant and expecting her first child with Love Island co-star Ian Sterling. But she's spoken about having a miscarriage previously and Ryan wanted to know how she manages to be so open about her life. Storytelling for me is very important. That's why I love interviewing yeah. people. Um, and then I, and I, I, like you probably get this, the more people you meet and the more stir- stories you learn, um, the more informed you are and the more you kind of think about things. So I think the more we share... Um, it, it's just so helpful and it's helped me so much and it can feel I don't know when you start out in yeah. this industry you're kind of told not to say too much and be mm. careful what you say because mm. it might be twisted the wrong way but I've kind of learned if you've got something to say say it what? Jane Fonda is a living legend and she was honoured with a Lifetime Achievement Award at last week's Golden Globes. She's also a lifelong activist for racial and social injustice. And she told Stephen Colbert that she's actually feeling a bit more optimistic these days. You know, there's tens of millions of Americans now who are aware of the urgency of the climate crisis. And all of these things are connected and people understand that. And so I feel, I feel that we're at a pivotal point in human history, when people are really ready to make our elected officials do what has to be done and address all of these intersectional crises. And I think we can do it. This has been the Smart 7 Ireland edition. If you're listening on Spotify, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We're back tomorrow morning at 7am, so please do like and subscribe everywhere. Or enable our skill on Alexa. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Hi, this is Kira from the Smart 7 Ireland edition. Just to let you know, we're pausing this podcast from Friday the 25th of August, but you can still get up to speed in just seven minutes if you search the Smart 7 and catch up with our UK edition. Thanks for listening.